Do you feel you may have a problem with your alcohol consumption or drug use? Are you thinking about quitting and you're wondering what all the sober hype is about? Are you sober and really frustrated because you continuously relapse and cannot find happiness and sobriety? Whatever the reason and wherever you are at, you have landed in just the right place here at Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah and I have been sober since 2012. After 25 years of alcoholic drinking, I am so grateful to have been relieved of the obsession to drink and freed from the bondage of self. I created this podcast out of the desire to share about my success story and how I stay sober to give you hope. This podcast also features stories of others who experience a satisfying sober life after being addicted. Staying stopped does not have to be a battle. Sobriety does not have to be hard. Finding freedom and a new happiness is absolutely possible. You too can experience a better, more comfortable life in sobriety. I hope you find what you need in this recovery podcast. I would love for you to join me here. So please subscribe to Sober Gratitudes on whatever podcasting platform you use. Thank you for joining me today and welcome to Sober Gratitudes. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. I'm really grateful you decided to join me this morning. How are you? How are you doing? It's hard for me not to think about those of you who are new in sobriety or still maybe struggling in sobriety or struggling in addiction. And when holidays come up, it's, it can be a challenge. So whenever any kind of holiday comes around, I, I have a hard time not thinking about what it was like. So I'm, you are all on my mind. I don't know where you're all at at this very moment, but I just hope that this episode can offer you some comfort, some peace, and perhaps bring you to a place of thankfulness, gratitude, which I don't feel should be reserved just for this day. I practice daily gratitudes. I write them down. I think about how grateful I am to be sober and to be spiritually fit as well every day. You know, there's, I think, levels of spiritual fitness that I can feel, but today I have a solution 
to when I'm not feeling entirely right, I have a solution. And it's simply to to stop thinking about myself and turn my attention to somebody that I can help. And there's, there's like 8 billion people in the world and my job today is to not think about one of them. That's me. Just not think about myself. I get to wake up every morning and think about how I can be useful, how I can be loving, how I can help somebody, whether it be in my program of recovery or in real life. So where are you at today? Where would you like to be? My first Thanksgiving, I vaguely remember it. But I know the the first year or so, holidays were difficult, you know, because I would get very drunk. Very drunk on every single holiday. Towards the end, I would start drinking before I'd visit with relatives during and after because I just didn't have an off switch. My first holidays, I made a point to, to just, to do just what I said earlier, not think about myself. I, I just, I had to figure out a way to get out of my head. So I went in to any situation where I felt I was vulnerable to picking up and I would get a seltzer in my hand or, um, and just hold it with your life and keep it full. You know, I'd sip at it. So I didn't want kind hosts to be saying, oh, can I refill your drink? No, I'm good. You know, if I was asked, I said, oh, I'm good. I'm just, uh, that's all I have to say. But I would focus on um, just asking people questions about their lives. You know, every, everyone really likes to talk about themselves. I like I like to talk about what I'm doing in my life. I like to I like to talk about sobriety a lot. I know that for sure. I love to talk about God. I love to talk about how God works in my life today. I I love being transparent. I love watching my life grow and change and keep getting better as time goes by. But, you know, people, whether 
you're sober or not, or alcoholic or not, you know, people like to talk about their lives. And that's not bad. People want to share about their newborn baby and, and what it's like to, to care for this precious little newborn. People like to talk about their children who have gone off to college. That's my experience right now. And, um, So it's it's very easy to keep the focus off myself. And in early sobriety, that's really helpful because I, I really didn't want to talk about what I was feeling in early sobriety. I was white knuckling it at times. I was feeling irritable and discontent. And in these situations, and I, I was determined not to pick up because I had reached, I had reached the end. And so I, I figured, you know, I worked really hard on my um, drinking out loud, you know, being very vocal about how much I love drinking and, and yeah, let's, let's have another, who needs a drink? I need a drink. I'd sneak drinks. I'd drink more than people realized. Um, so I work really hard at, I, I did in the beginning. I, I still, I, I just want to continue to grow along spiritual lines. And I am willing to do anything it takes to stay sober. And the more time I stay sober, the easier it is. That's not to say that I have days that I'm sad or feeling afraid, but today I have a solution. Today I can take action and feel better. So I, I think I've shared in podcasts before about early sobriety and some early earlier episodes when I would Go, I would make a plan for myself before going to somebody's house. What would I focus on? I'm going to be useful. I'm going to help the host. I'm going to clean up. I'm going to help set up. I'm going to hold the baby while family member is taking care of her other child. I'm going to ask people questions about their new careers. I'm going to ask people questions about their children. I, and, and I would do it early on to really just take the attention off myself for myself. Like I, I did not feel like talking about what my life was like. I wasn't ready yet. And, I, and it really, I mean, who wants to hear about, you know, it just, I, I needed to hear positive things 
And so I sought out positive conversations, joyous conversations, things that were not about me. I just became curious. And one saying, you know, I've, I heard long ago, even before I got sober, be curious, not furious. That's something I've kept with me my whole life. And to not take acts of cruelty or passive aggressiveness personally. I only take acts of love and kindness personally. I say that a lot too. So I carry these little nuggets along with me for every circumstance in life. And it's very helpful. You know, I didn't get sober to not feel good in sobriety. And that's something that did happen for me. I just posted a interview that um, I was on a YouTube recovery channel called Laura's World. I posted it on my Instagram account, Sober Gratitudes Podcast Instagram account. I posted a clip, and it is a clip of me saying, I didn't get sober to feel miserable or to not be comfortable, something of that nature. You know, and I, and I did experience that. I did experience not feeling great in sobriety. I had to take certain steps to, um, to have a positive experience in sobriety to be more comfortable, to be able to wake up and not be thinking about the drink, to not have the obsession to drink. I had to take certain steps. And that involved a huge, huge change in my personality, all my attitudes and behaviors. It's a complete 180. And taking action and doing the work to get to this place has been so worth it. And now, you know, I'm I'm going to be 49 soon. And I remember when I turned 39, I was still drinking. Um, but I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is my last year in my thirties. And I've been doing a lot of drinking in my thirties, especially after my third child was born in, um, when I was 36, when I had just turned 36. So when I turned 39 and I was still drinking, I, I remember as the days went by, I thought, 
oh my gosh, my next birthday will be 40. And it was like a little seed that was planted in my head. I remember thinking, is this the way I want my life to continue when I turn 40? Is this the way I want to feel when I hit 40? And now to think that I'm going to be 49 (laughs) next week. I'm like really excited about this coming year. I recently made a decision about my life. I've, I'm in this journey, this beautiful journey of a sober life. I'm pursuing a new endeavor that is outside of sobriety, but it does involve my sobriety. It's hard to explain, but I, um, it's a new endeavor that 10 years ago, I would not have the courage to try to give it a shot, but it fits so beautifully into my lifestyle today. And it's a healthy lifestyle in body, mind, and spirit. So I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I just take it a day at a time. Like I can use a lot of the um, life skills, the life tools I learned um, in sobriety. I can apply them to this new endeavor. And so when I think about this coming year, being 49, and then my next birthday is going to be 50. I can't believe I'm going to be 50 next December. I'm, I'm really glad that I'm at this place in my life and not the way I was 10 years ago. Yeah, I have my, you know, my appearance has changed because I've, I've aged. There's certain things that I can't do like I did 10 years ago, but, but there's so much that I can do now that I get to do now. I get to go to Thanksgiving dinner and I don't have to think about my plan of action. Like I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't, it's, in my experience, my alcoholism is not doing push-ups outside. (laughs) That's not my experience in sobriety. I've been relieved of the obsession to drink. It is arrested and I know that I won't graduate from being an alcoholic but I know I'm safe from picking up a drink because I have um, a design for living where I grow along spiritual lines and I have a strong connection to my higher power who I choose to call God, who, who I um, rely on, who I trust who keeps me from being afraid, who helps me to not be afraid. So I'm, um, I hope the same for you, you who are listening to this episode, you know, it has been 10 years of, of, um, a lot of change, a lot of growth, I started out, you know, 
really white knuckling it before I, I really, really accepted help. And that's key. That's really key is not just reaching out and asking for help, but accepting help and letting people help doing things that might feel strange or different. But trusting that those who've come before me who have a beautiful life, a life that I, that I, that I want, you know, I just kept going towards those people. I kept, I kept seeking, I kept seeking recovery. I keep, I kept seeking, um, hearing ways that I could feel better and do better. So I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And if you are alone this Thanksgiving, wow, how great it is to have podcasts that you can listen to, books that you can read, wonderful movies that you can watch that are inspiring. It's wherever you're at. You can take walks or find a a YouTube channel, yoga YouTube channel. I don't know. I'm just thinking of things that if I was alone on Thanksgiving, what I would do. But I would think about today, you know, what is different is that I would really think about, okay, who is it that I can reach out to today who may be sad? How can I help them? How can I comfort them? I just don't have, I don't have to think about myself. That's really the answer. Turn my attention to somebody else who I can support. I'm so grateful that I have this way of thinking today so different from 10 years ago. There is a solution. Recovery is possible. You're worth it. I believe in you. If you're struggling, reach out for help and accept help. If you want to feel better. I love you and have a beautiful day. And I'm so grateful for you. I appreciate my loyal listeners. That's you. I give thanks to you today and every day. Bye for now.